So there are many children who do not have family that they could say, hey, this is my mom, this is my dad, this is my family. Um, and so there's a great need there. And so our, our desire is to, to really be pooling resources together with others and to be able to help place as many children into homes as This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Well, we have a slightly different show for you today. I want to go back just a little bit. I know I've talked about this a bunch on the show about having a mission that's bigger than yourself. I've talked often about how that has shaped so much about of LifeBridge Capital. And even to the point, well, I'll say early on, I didn't even realize how it was going to shape us, really what the Lord had in store for how he was going to use that. But years later, I can see looking back how having a mission changed everything for us. And so I want to challenge you as a listener. Do you have a mission? Do you have something that's bigger than yourself that you're striving for, something behind your business that's that's bigger than just your next bigger house or car or whatever that thing may be that you're chasing? For us, we didn't see it coming, but it was helping other other people adopt children. Many of you have heard about our mission of helping other families in the foundation that the Lord led, led my wife and I to create, and, and now we're doing just that. And we are very excited about it. But I, I want to ask you, before we jump into that, do you know what your mission is? I find most people can't articulate what that is. And everybody talks about this elevator pitch, right? Well, if you have two minutes with somebody or even 30 seconds, do they leave knowing what, what your mission is and what you're about, why you're doing the thing you're doing in your business? I ask you, does your spouse know? Does your team or your investors know? It was that mission that really drove my wife and I getting the business started. And I would say even to the point now, years later, everybody we've hired in LifeBridge Capital, I know most of you have heard me say this, but in the interview process, they've mentioned they want to work for us because of our mission, because of the way we want to give back. And because it's something bigger, right, than just a paycheck. And I would say, so if you want to hire even top-notch talent, that's something that's going to attract them, right? It's about being something, about something bigger than just yourself or even for them, just their paycheck. Believe it or not, they, they, they crave something more than just a paycheck more times than not or the type of people you want to hire anyway. So all I have to say, I'm very grateful for where we're at today as far as this mission that we're pushing forward on. And I want to introduce somebody to you that that has been a good friend. I've known Joel Bremner for a long time now, and he is really leading, helping do all the stuff in the foundation. He is somebody we hired, what, a year ago, Joel? Joel, welcome to the show, by the way. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Now, Glad honored to, to have you and introduce you really to the network and the listeners. And I just want to dive in a little bit on the foundation, give some updates. Who is Joel? And, and so they can have a little better understanding of what we're doing at the foundation, even for investors as well that are listening. And then we're going to give you a few resources also. But Joel, why don't you give the listeners a little bit about who you are? Um, you're somebody I just highly respect, an amazing family man. I mean, somebody that just loves the Lord and, and is now really shifted gears in a big way, right, to serve in the foundation. And so who's Joel Bremner? Give us a little background on yourself and let's dive in. Well, that's, yeah, that's right. Glad to be here. Thanks for, for having me be part of this. So I, I started off direct line. I want to be a professional musician and uh, pursued that, was teaching for... 14 years full-time and 
common school system and really enjoyed that. And, and then the passion grew, I, I guess, along with, with Whitney, their heart for adoption and just a neat opportunity to be able to serve as well as a family as I mentioned. So I do have my wife, Rachel, and we have four children of our own. And it's, it's been a neat thing for us as a later transition now in the last year, there was a year I was helping out some kind of part-time with the foundation while I was working full-time in the school system. But then this last year, right, almost exactly a year starting, it was July 1st. So when I started full-time, it's been a great transition where we've been able to be together as a family and, and really I mean, my wife's been able to come alongside and, and help with different projects and stuff. So really thrilled to be taking this step to help families, help children and, and to serve in this capacity. It's been great. Yeah, no, we're grateful for you, Joel, and, and, and for your, your better half. Yes. <laughs> so why don't you remind just the listener to just, just the mission of the foundation, right? What is the mission? Just as simple as possible. Yeah. So our goal is to come alongside families. We want to try to help place as many children into Christian homes as we can. The need is great. The statistics are overwhelming, close to 100, 150 million children orphaned. And that's, that number is lacking in many areas. I don't even think that includes foster care kids, things like that. So there are many children who do not have a family that they can say, hey, this is my mom, this is my dad, this is my family. Um, and so there's a great need there. And so our, our desire is to, to really be pooling resources together with others and to be able to help place as many children into homes as help helping families financially is largely what we do, but we want to help them with whatever resources we can for their fundraising and things. Because fundraising, it's, it's a big deal for adoption statistics. They range widely as what a cost would be for an adoption, depending on which path you take. Some families, it could be 15,000, some families, it could be 87,000. So, yeah. But what about uh, who all we serve? I know we talked about the families or we talked about children, of course, right? And we talked about families and, and we're trying to, I'll just say a little bit, we are trying to have kind of wraparound services is what we're trying to build out for families, right? I mean, from beginning to end of the adoption process and because th there's so many things to think about, right? Uh, you, you mentioned fundraising and that's a big one. Because it's it's always such a burden, right? And it's unfortunate that that one piece keeps so many families from adopting, right, or from bringing their child home to adoption. And and so so often, families when we would talk about adoption, or maybe I speak at a conference and I talk about adoption or a mission, right, like we're talking about now. And I'll say the say fifty to seventy thousand, and people will talk to me afterwards, and they're like, Whitney, that's my wife, and I would love to adopt, but that's more than I make in a year, right? Or how can how can we even begin? that process. So it's very unfortunate, but that's why the foundation exists. A big part of it, right, is, is for helping with that piece. But there's other people we, we really talk about serving as well outside of the families and say the children. Yeah, definitely. We, we believe that it's a win-win for everybody, or at least it can be, and everyone involved in this process. So even, even viewing donors as we want to be able to serve these people. There, there are lots of people that have resources that they want to employ to, to make a difference, 
to help people. And, and if it's, if the desire is to help people to, to serve children, to bring children into their homes, that's what we do. And so, yeah, we want to, to serve people. If they have any resources they want to employ in this way, that's what we do. We're able to take hundred percent of those, any kind of donations and be able to leverage that to help place with these costs. So being able to serve the donor in that way, along with serving, you know, the families and the, the children. Yeah. Joel, did you ever think you'd be a part of starting a foundation? I did not. No. <laughs> Has it Was, been as easy as you expected? No. It's, <laughs> there's been some challenges. Well, I expected it to be some challenges for sure. Yeah. In many ways, it's, it's, there are many aspects of like starting a business, a legal parts of it, uh, the entity parts, uh, paperwork and, but, but it's exciting, right? Just like you open the show with when there's a mission, when you have a, a reason for why am I doing what I'm, nobody gets into a job. Yeah. I just love paperwork. And maybe there's some out there who do, but, but I think usually people who do the paperwork may enjoy the paperwork because of the outcome, because of what it's accomplishing. There's the larger mission behind For it. sure. For sure. Well, let's hit a few updates and hit maybe approximate number of families we've served up to this point. And then something new that we're working on as well that I know you and I are going to discuss. Sure. Yeah. So with the help of generous donors, it's been just amazing watching the impact of the last couple of years. It's, it's more than 20 families now across the United States. Uh, that we've been able to partner with. And there's even more than that in the pipeline or, or kind of in process right now. So it's really exciting uh, what's, what's going on, being able to help families that way. And um, I, I would say one of the, the biggest and most exciting things right now is being set up to be able to do no interest loans. So most of what we've done so far has been helping families with grants, which is, and usually they're quite sizable grants as well. And so, and that's been wonderful. The idea with the no interest loans is it gets to serve the families. Many of them, is, it's just an upfront cost that's just insurmountable in some, some cases, many cases, that it's just, they need that money now. And, and a lot of times the way the process goes, it's, it's really unknown. They, it could be two years before they get a call and says, Hey, this is the one, or it could be a matter of months. And often when, when the phone call is made to say you're matched, many times it's maybe 50% or, or sometimes more that needs to be upfront when it happens. It's going to be $30,000. So, so many times just helping the family with large costs upfront. And a lot of times the families would be able to, to, to pay for it eventually over time. And so with a no interest loan, that would serve them capacity where we would be able to serve the families a large way, being able to have them have that, I guess, disposable cash or liquid cash at that moment. But then as they're able to get their feet on the ground, that money would recycle back into funds that we could then send out to other families. And as that process happens, the money goes in and out and just makes more and more and more impact over time. So just really excited about both the ways that that would serve the families that 
that would be eligible and, and then that loan would serve, but also excited about how that would serve just resources, right? Because we don't, we don't view the resources of the foundation. It's not on the foundation's resources. The, and it's, it's really, we view this as God's resources. This is money that's been given for the purpose of serving families. And so it's, we just view ourselves as stewards of these, these resources. And we think that doing loans now is, is a great way to do that. I'm very excited about being able to do no interest loans. I, I just, I think it's just, yeah. I, when you think about scaling a business, right? You know, you, you think about all kinds of ways that you can get, get to goals faster. Or, but when I think about, when we were thinking about this for the foundation, it's like, well, how do we scale the foundation, right? Dollars come in, dollars go out, right? But this really helps us to scale. I mean, I just said whole new levels. I, and so I love, even as a donor, to think about, well, my my dollars just keep helping, right? And so they don't just go in and go out and it's over or or you helped one family or which would be great as well. But now you can help, I mean, just kind of a countless amount of families over and over. And, but what, what I love too about it is that even the families that are receiving that loan, right? They're receiving a big benefit to being able to move forward in the adoption process. But then they also, and we try to, we make it in a way that they can afford it, right? Depending on the terms of the loan, but then they get to contribute, right? To other families adopting. And, and so that donors, you know, donation is continuing to just cycle, right? And help the next family and the next child. And so I just love that uh, about it. I wanted, I wanted to also remind the listeners to, so Chelsea and I, my wife, we did a a few shows just about how the foundation was started and why and getting the business started is about a number of things, but really us going through our adoption processes. And that, that is shows 1000, 1001, 1007, 1008. We'll include a link in the show notes of a landing page that has those if you want to learn more about our process or why starting the foundation and, and our processes of bringing our children home. But yes, if if you are passionate about helping families or children adopt or bring their families to bring their children home to adoption, we we would invite you to partner with us. And there's numerous ways you can do that. Uh, Joel, why don't you tell us a few ways that that people can think about partnering with the foundation? Yes, that's great. So many ways you can get involved. We certainly invite anyone who's would want to pray for the foundation or these families and think that that would have, we believe that has huge impact because God is faithful and he will, he hears those prayers. And this is an issue that's very dear to the Lord's heart. And so, so definitely that's, that's probably the biggest thing. But if you feel led to contribute in any way, donations can be made on the website. Like we said, a hundred percent of those donations would go directly to the families because the foundation is, is, the operation expenses are, are sponsored. So, so that definitely can leverage that way. If you're interested in kind of volunteering or, or definitely sharing the information that we would either post or send out. If you want to get on the email list, you can be receiving those things, and keeping updated and be sharing those with people as well. And really, if you have ideas or think there's great ways to do things, I would be open to hear those ideas. If you feel like you have connections that would help serve these families, or they could maybe even be a branch of the foundation in the future, we would love to consider those to hear what you would have to offer. 
Because this is definitely something that can't be done on our on our own. No one person can can do this. So we'll definitely be in, inviting whoever with whatever skills to to serve these families. Yes, we were. I, I'm grateful. I just think it's helpful that you list out numerous ways like that, Joel. Often we just think about donors, right? But there's so many ways that that many foundations need assistance, right? Most of a lot of us have skill sets that that would be helpful, even if they can give. An hour or two a month sometimes that, that would be helpful or, or just remembering to pray for the foundation and for these families as well. If you get on the newsletter list, Joel will send out sometimes prayer requests and things, right, Joel, or about families and, and maybe not by name, but obviously just for privacy reasons. But he'll include some things that that you can be praying for specifically. And, and we would appreciate that, of course, as we we want to care for these families well and the, and the children, of course, but caring for the families well through the process to get the children home. So, and it is a process to say the least. Joel, where, where could they find it as far as the website, anything else they should know about as far as where to find information about the foundation? Sure. Well, definitely the website is on the foundation, O-R-G, O-M-N-A-H foundation.org. You can find my information there. There's contacts for phone, there's email address there. You can can reach out. I'd love to to meet you, talk with you. And so that that would be the primary way is through the website. All right, Joel. Well, thank you so much, Joel. And I'm grateful for the listeners as well. I just appreciate you taking the time to even hear more about our mission and, and meeting Joel today and just learning about the Omna Foundation. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today. 